Hello and welcome to the Rural Compass podcast. This podcast shares stories, advice and connects female ruralpreneurs across Australia. You will hear from women who have already tread the path as well as experts in their fields who will offer advice, tips and tools to help you run your business. In case we haven't met, my name is Samantha Murant and I am your host. I am a rural business coach who helps rural women to build successful businesses they love no matter their location. I'm also a mum, a wife, an artist and a self-admitted coffee addict. And I truly believe that in today's digital age, living rurally or remotely should not mean that your business journey has to be a lonely one. This episode is brought to you by my free virtual community for female ruralpreneurs. If you're looking to connect and converse with other amazing rural women, head over and join for free today. Go to the-ruralpreneur.mn.co or follow the links in the show notes. Now let's get into today's show. I am so excited to introduce you to today's guest. So let's jump into the episode. Hey, Tegan, thank you so much for joining me on the Rural Compass podcast today. I'm so excited to have you on. Thank you, Sam. Thanks so much for having me. It's an honor. So first up, of course, can you please tell us who you are and what it is that you do? Yeah, sure. So I'm a small rural business owner. I specialize in marketing for rural and agribusinesses. I grew up on the York Peninsula in South Australia. That's like the foot that holds up Australia, we joke about, (laughs) Um, and completed my schooling just at a school, public high school. I was accepted into uni straight out of year 12, started pursuing a career as a school teacher and thought I would have my life sorted by 25, you know, the career, the house, the kids, the like married, everything, you know, as we dream of when we're in school. But uh, four years later, I was... Failing my uni topics as a school teacher, avoiding studying because I was working a lot of hours in hospitality and I just honestly did not know what to do with my life. So decided to drop out of uni halfway through my teaching degree and then sometime later I actually went back and finished a Bachelor's of Business uh, majoring in marketing. And at the time I was working for a content manager um, for three years for a social media agency. But I'd always dreamed of starting my own business and working for myself on my own terms. Um, And I'd always just spent time, you know, working in good, safe, reliable jobs. But I just couldn't work out why, like why I wasn't happy or why I wasn't willing to, you know, settle down. Um, So being filled with passion for ag and marketing and creating a life of my dreams, I decided to finally bite the bullet and founded a digital marketing business right in as the pandemic hit in March last year. Um, and with eight months of registering Mally Marketing, the business hit six figures and the revenue was about 50% profit margin. So yeah, that's that's me in a nutshell at the moment. I feel like my identity is a little bit of my business right now because I'm so like tunnel vision and focused to grow. Um, so it'd be interesting to, to ask myself this question in 12 months time. That's amazing. And um, it's so interesting too, that you have actually, you started it when the pandemic hit and you've seen that success. I mean, so many businesses have seen, you know, a slowdown obviously because of COVID, but then it's, I think it's been one or the other, you know, there's either been businesses that have really thrived from it because there's been such a um, increase in the online space. Um, And then the other side is, yeah, that there's, there's been these declines um, and then probably in saying that they've had people have had to seek and move over to the online space so that's where your um your niche has really just thrived for you so that's just amazing yeah, and 
I love your story, Tegan, because like over the past, like, let's say years, just as you've hit the ground running and can you tell me a little bit more about how Mallee Marketing actually came into existence? Yeah, sure. So basically um, back in March 2020, I was away with a group of friends. We were exploring outback Queensland. I actually wasn't far from your hometown. Um, the hot ball baths at Charlotte Plains, it was amazing. It's like my favourite place on earth. Anyway, we're halfway back from uh, travelling back to SA because when we got back into phone reception, our Prime Minister told us to go home, like the pandemic had hit. Um, at the time, I was literally just freelancing. Like I was not doing too much really at all, just enjoying a bit of um, time off uh, and as I kept getting back into phone reception um, on our trip back home, everyone just needed to get online and fast. You know, we needed to sell online to make money and um, all of the big events of the year were getting cancelled, particularly for our stud stock clients because they rely on going to shows with their um, their rams and, you know, show everyone basically in person. But, yeah, everyone just said, look, we just need to get online, get websites done, you know, get marketing campaigns, et cetera. So, I that was a lamb by the way in the background <laughs> I've got potty potty lamb so if you hear a lamb crying it's not a baby it's a lamb um so yeah I I ended up just biting the bullet and saying hey like let's start Mally Marketing it just it just started like it wasn't perfect I literally made my own logo it's like a windmill with some stencil font um and yeah as soon as I sort of got back to SA I had to do two weeks of quarantine and that's just where that business um, started was in a little farmhouse in the middle of the Mallee um, of South Australia um, really dodgy satellite internet not much at all uh, and very quickly I became full capacity I literally had to turn away inquiries just because it got so busy um, my sister Alison at the time she actually um was her Pilates job was put on hold just because of uh, gyms and everything closing down. So she came on board and I taught her how to you know, make websites and she became like the glue that held me together during that really busy year. Um, and then since then we've hired another three rural people to help with our client demands. Um, we serve more than 20-odd ag organisations and businesses in the last six months, 16 months. And yeah, it's it's allowed my business has allowed me to to, to scale, um, buy myself a new a new Ute, which was my lifelong dream. Put a deposit down on a block of land, um, and I haven't looked back since. So yeah, yeah, amazing. That's so it's so exciting, and honestly, like the the success you've had in such a short amount of time is just such a credit to you. And so, what what are the three things that you think you've learnt while creating this business? Yeah, well, in a nutshell, I feel the biggest takeaway in the last 18 months has been that we learn the way on the way. Like we don't know. We don't know the clear path and we've just got to have faith in ourselves that we're going to figure it out. Um, I guess the three biggest learnings would be, you know, progress over perfection. Um, I focus on what's going to be profitable in activities. I don't as much as I love beautiful branding and, you know, gorgeous websites, I, I just felt like I needed my website to work for me um, and my social media. So my feed is not perfect. Um, I'm still working on, you know, our, our own branding and look, but we focus on our own clients being a marketing business. So yeah, progress over perfection. I've had to set some fairly solid boundaries. Um, I don't just say yes and work with everyone. Like they've got to be really aligned and a good fit for what we're wanting to um, achieve for them as well and 
yeah, valuing myself and just believing that everything's figure outable. We've we've got this. Um, I mean, there's a few other things that I could say, but uh, I've probably bypassed my three by now. But I guess niche down to blow up. Like I really niche down into ag. Um, agribusinesses and also invest in yourself get a good business coach <laughs> I highly recommend you're not alone yes I love that and you know it's funny we were before we actually started recording we were chatting about that niching down and how you know making sure that um, the the people that you work with uh, are a good fit for you as well and um, and I think that's such an important um, point to take away from that as um you know, not every single person is your ideal customer. And this is, you know, something I work with my clients with all the time is not every single person is your ideal customer. And um, you have to make sure that you are going to work well together as well. And I'm a big believer that, um, and and obviously like your, your um, specific to say the ag field, um, I'm a big believer that if you have a um, a specific area that you're covering, then people are going to find you and they're going to resonate with you and they're going to come and they're going to, um, you know, hire you or get your services. So I really love that. That's, that's an excellent piece of advice there. Yeah, thank you. I guess um, off the back of that, like it, it's um, if we try to be known for everything and a generalist serving everyone, we probably won't be known for much. Like, as, whereas if we're really specialised in what we do, people will go to you for that one thing. Like, for example, you're a rural business coach. You know how to speak to those people and you know how to get the very best results for them. And that's that's your specialty um, and what you're known for. So, yeah, it's yeah. really, really valuable, isn't it? Just to, to figure yeah. out exactly who you serve and want to serve and who you're aligned and feel lit up to work with. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And so um, where, so Mallow Marketing, I mean, you've had such an awesome journey so far. And so where to from here now? Well, uh, we're heading into our harvest season at the moment. So we, we serve a lot of um, stud stock uh, organisations. So uh, a lot of ram sales um, are happening at the moment in South Australia. And we've just had a lot of events cancel again. So my phone's been ringing off the hook this morning. So we'll be very busy over the next few months um, helping campaign some rams um, of all different breeds. So it will be, you'll find us out, out, in the, uh, out in the shape yards with a camera or editing or setting up marketing and ad funnel campaigns. So um, that's, that's what we'll be doing for the next few months. However, at the end of the year, I'm super excited to start delving into some more coaching. Um, I really want to work with agribusiness professionals um, that would like to learn how to do their own marketing. Um, so, yeah, that's something that I'm really passionate about. Seeing as I got halfway through a teaching degree, I'd like to couple my teaching um, with, with marketing and my passion for ag. So that's, that's it's next for us. Just keep, keep, keep on keeping on. <laughs> that's so exciting. And it's actually so funny because I, so I've, got to my associate's degree in education as well and it's and I think once you've got that sort of teaching bug in you um you you just love it and and I love working with others and I love seeing those aha moments that other people get you know in something that might be your everyday and you know for you you know marketing or website design and those sorts of things like it's your everyday but when you have someone who goes oh like oh, that's brilliant. Or, you know, it's, it's really wonderful to be able to go, oh yeah, it's, it's this easy and, and show them those steps. So, um, yeah, so that's really exciting. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. 
And so I just want to move into our, a little bit of a quick fire round now. So this is just, Tegan, this is just so that we get to know you a little bit better and, um, and what you're all about. And so um, the first question here is, what is your favourite digital marketing platform? Well, I love YouTube. I, I must Ooh. admit, I'm not, a, I haven't been putting many YouTube videos out myself, um, but I just love YouTube for our clients because it's a search engine and it video is king right now. Like as you know, Instagram reels is probably my second fave at the moment. Not that I do a lot of them, but I love, love supporting our clients with them. Um, so yeah, probably YouTube and a close second is Instagram. I'm really loving those two platforms. That's so interesting. And that's the first time someone's actually said that in that question. So with YouTube, with your clients, um, how do you utilize that for, for like agribusiness? Yeah, sure. So it's basically embedded with their website. Video gets the message and the story across quicker in a more visualized way. So using the website embedded with YouTube and then optimizing the YouTube channel with the correct um, keywords and, and obviously using it um, using it appropriately with the website, I guess is, is that in a nutshell. So um, obviously I don't recommend posting the YouTube URL on your Facebook just because Facebook native video does better as we know. Um, Facebook want to keep us on that platform. So, yeah, I hope that that answers that question in a nutshell, um, in a roundabout yeah, way. Yeah, absolutely. And so if someone um, if someone is wanting to, say, start posting on YouTube and utilising that, um, do you suggest they just start, you know, taking their own videos or, or could they get someone in and, and like yourself and, and help them to, um, you know, capture the things that they're wanting to capture? Yeah, well, honestly, your phone like is super valuable to set up your phone on a tripod with some nice natural lighting and just and go for it. Um, there's a lot of free video editing apps. We obviously use Adobe Creative. Um, if I really want to get a quick video out there with minimal editing, I just use Adobe Rush on my phone just as an app um, and then just use like a, you know, just a $20 um, tripod with your phone and uh, set it up and try and uh, try and mix it up with a little bit of B-roll. So a little bit of obviously face-to-face stuff, but then um, a little bit more descriptive visuals over the top of that as well. Um, and there's plenty of YouTube tutorials out there to show you how to do all of that as well. So that's why I love YouTube. It's literally the go-to for getting any questions or anything answered. So it's really valuable. That's awesome. YouTube, how to use YouTube. <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, maybe that might be something I might dive into one day is video marketing. <laughs> yeah, that's it. How cool. Okay, so um, when you're not working on your business, where would I find you? Yeah, uh, when we can travel, um, when the borders aren't so restricted, I love exploring Australia and going camping. Um, I've also got my beautiful horses and our dogs, love hanging out on the farm. Um, I'm hoping to have my land, my block of land settled in August. So I think I'll be out there working on that by the end of the year, fingers crossed. So, yeah. Very exciting. And, um, and so what is your, so obviously like you like to be outside and everything, um, but what's your go-to self-care, the thing that you do? Yeah, I think it, like when I thought of this question, I, at the time, like I was actually working through anxiety um so the pressures of being a business owner and I I think the thing that I do is I will soak myself in the bath with a lot of lavender and or I turn on some sort of show on Netflix just to get my mind off of something or read a book that's totally 
unrelated to business marketing or anything because it's so easy to get so like caught up in the stress of running a business and managing a team. Um, so the first thing that I do when I, I really need some self-care and to fill the cup back up is just go have a bath. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I love that. So if anyone wants to get into Tegan's good books, you can buy us some lovely lavender drops to go in the bathtub. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, a few of my close friends and family would say a bottle of gin usually. <laughs> you need one of those uh, trays. Those... <laughs> one of those trays that sit across you in front of the yeah. bath with, you yeah. know, glass. Yeah, with some um, That's my go-to. So in saying that, you know, if, if you could recommend something for listeners to read listen or watch what would that be oh I wish that I read the um building a brand story by Donald Miller earlier that just put everything into perspective and I think a lot of people have read it by now um but if you haven't honestly the best thing ever it just simplifies everything like it simplified the way that I do business for not only myself but for my clients marketing as well like it was super supportive of all industries um yeah really loved how Donald uh, put put that uh, book across. It was brilliant. So, yeah, highly recommend. I love that, yes. And I have um, I've listened to the audio. I haven't read the book, but I've listened to the audio book and I, I kind of love listening to audio books, especially if they're read by the author. The author. Be yeah. yeah, because you can actually, it, it gives you sort of this bit more of an insight into it you know the the way they're explaining things and and how they actually want to get want you to get it you know get it across and those yeah, sorts absolutely. of things so yeah so um yeah either the audiobook or the read the book totally recommend that too. and he has um he also like gives you resources like separate to the book so you can build your own story brand script using his um using his website which is super cool um so yeah it's, it's very very valuable just to start right at the basics and get exactly what you want to offer and who you are down pat um yeah. so yeah that's definitely highly recommend that one love it i will pop those in the that in the show notes so that the listeners can check that out as well and um and so finally where can people connect with you tegan yeah oh well, i'm on socials uh so mally marketing or Tegan Buckley and also yes Instagram Facebook we've got a website as well um so fairly cruisy I don't think there's any other Mally Marfings out there <laughs> so <laughs> pretty easy to find them um definitely not hiding away that's for sure okay so I will pop all the ways that you can find and connect with Tegan and Malay marketing in the show notes and if you are listening right now I would love for you to take a screenshot and share it over on your stories and tag Tegan and I and tell us what your biggest takeaway was from today's chat thank you so much Tegan for joining me it has been so lovely to chat with you and hear more about your amazing business and I can't wait to see what um yeah the things that you do into the future Oh, thank you so much, Sam, for having me. And also for like on behalf of everyone listening, like thank you for sharing the story, stories of rural women across Australia. You have no, no idea how inspired I feel. And I know your listeners might be thinking this as well after each episode. So thank you so much for your energy, your passion and time putting together these episodes. Thank you. That was so That's nice okay. of you to say. 
Thank you for listening to the Rural Compass podcast hosted by Samantha Murant. If you loved this episode, be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, why don't you click on over and leave an honest rating and review, or even take a screenshot and share it to your stories and tag myself at samantha.murant and today's guest. All of their details are in the show notes. Thanks for listening.